0: Hello, you fans. Welcome in. This is the Crimson Corner Podcast. It's powered by kslsports.com and I'm your host and youth insider Trevor Allen. Always great to have you along for another edition of the Crimson Corner Podcast. Have a really interesting show for you guys today. Gonna talk about how a Pac-12 football season can be played in both the spring and the fall of 2021 and being played in the same calendar year. I have I have put together a plan ...that I think is realistic. Will they use it? Probably not. But I think that it's an idea where you're not overplaying student-athletes... ...but you are still able to get two seasons in in one year. But I think it'll work. Plus, I added a little twist to the uh, postseason for spring football. Alright, and we'll just go ahead and get right into it. Here is my plan for how Pac-12 football can be played in both the spring and the fall... In the same calendar year. Because I know that that was a big question mark. When the Pac-12 announced. A couple of weeks ago. That they were postponing fall sports competition. Through January 1st, 2021. But they did not rule out spring. So that opens up a window of opportunity. But the thing is. As you guys have probably heard on this podcast. And I've, I've mentioned it a few times. When Urban Meyer joined me last month. He talked about how it was. Not possible to play college football in the spring and the fall. I think that there is a way, but Urban's right. It's very hard to do, and you're asking student-athletes for a lot by doing so. But I think the plan I'm going to lay out, and again, it's just my own thoughts, my own opinions. There's no sources. There's nothing in here. This is just something that I was thinking about. How can two seasons be played in one? To where these student athletes still have seasons to be able to play. So, the first thing that comes to mind is the possible obstacles. And a lot of that is more of the medical and healthcare stuff dealing with the reason why college football, particularly in the Pac 12, has been postponed. And that is because of COVID 19. So, where will the United States be in February or March as far as the battle with COVID 19? Will there be a vaccine? Will it be readily available? If not, will rapid results testing be available? Because that was one of the things the Pac-12 mentioned when they announced they were going to postpone fall sports is not having the ability to get quick COVID-19 test results. Testing players three days before games isn't going to get it done in college sports, especially if they're not playing in a bubble, because we have seen with the NBA, with NHL, with MLS, bubbles work. But as you've heard throughout all these press conferences that have been going around in college sports, bubbles won't work for college sports, especially because college students, they love to socialize. They love hanging out with their friends. You can't expect student athletes to be hunkered down in their dorm or apartment during the season. So that's where you've got to get rapid results. And you've got to be able to get them within 24 hours. And that would make it easier to play a college football season because, You can then test players right after the game. You can also test them midweek to make sure that everything's still good, and then one or two days before the game. And then, obviously, positive tests. They do not play. If it's quite a few players who test positive, you then postpone. And that's where the schedule I have put together, at least the uh, timeline for it, would make sense in this way for spring. Now, when would training camp start for spring? Because I know that college coaches – Particularly Kyle Whittingham and and coaches in the Pac-12 have said they need about six weeks to prepare for a season, especially when they didn't have spring ball to develop talent and not really having much of a fall camp. I mean, yeah, they ended up practicing and and will still practice, but not every coach is going to be doing that and not every program, at least at this point. So you've got to get them prepared and ready to go. Normally spring is about uh, March and then the uh, spring game is in April, but I would say in order to accommodate the coach's request to have six weeks worth of camp, I put this together. You give them just over five weeks, so not quite six, but you then allow teams to have players come in two weeks before camp starts to begin voluntary workouts again, just like we saw in June. But then training camp would start Monday, January 25th, and end on Saturday, March 6th. That would give the team seven days to prepare for the first game of the season after training camp. There's always that about weeks uh, about a week apart, a week to 10 days during a normal season when fall camp ends and then Utah season starts usually on a Thursday night. But when it's all said and done, it's not really a full six weeks of training camp, but you have six weeks to prepare. Meaning from when training camp starts January 25th until I think the uh, season would start March 13th. On Saturday, And then the way that I think that the uh, spring schedule would work is that Pac-12 teams should play a six-game conference-only schedule. Each team will uh, play the five teams in their division and have one game against the opposite division. No bye weeks for six weeks. But the regular season isn't over because if a team tests positive for COVID-19 and has an outbreak among their team during the season, they could put that game that was postponed into the flex period which the flex period would go would uh, start Saturday, April 24th and would last three weeks or potentially longer depending on how many games a team had to postpone during the regular season. The last week in the flex period will be Saturday, May 8th, I think. After all, the teams have completed a six-game schedule. Then you have the uh, top two Pac-12 teams squaring off for the conference championship. But this game can be flexible as far as the date. Because it's not going to be played in the Las Vegas Raiders Allegiant Stadium. Because back when the Pac-12 announced they were going conference only, and when they announced the conference schedule, the 10-game schedule, back on July 31st, they said the Pac-12 championship will not be held in Las Vegas and that it'll be hosted by the Pac-12 school with the best record. So ideally, you would like to have that game Saturday, May 15th. Then you ask, so what about the postseason? Because I I know it means a lot to these players who are seniors. They're likely not going to get drafted. They want to have that last game, and bowl games mean a lot to these players. That's where you bring in the other Power 5 conference that is not playing football in the fall, and that is the Big Ten. They already have a tie-in normally with the Rose Bowl, the best non-college football playoff team from both the Pac-12 and the Big Ten play in the Rose Bowl. So why not partner them up? But because we don't know what the future is for the college football playoff, if they're going to move it to the spring or if they're going to keep it in the fall, because there's still three power five conferences that are going to be playing in the fall, at least are planning on playing in the fall. And the Rose Bowl is one of the college football playoff games in 2020, 2021 as well. So they don't have a tie in together for a New Year's Six Bowl, but they do have a tie in with just a New Year's Six Bowl period, not against one another. Now, what you do is you ask one of those New Year Six Bulls if they're willing to partner up with the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. If the answer is yes, great, you have it. If not, you just create your own. We can call it the Big Ten versus Pac-12 Bull Series. And you don't even really have to have it be a bowl game for each game. Then what you do, you match up the best team from both conferences. Then the number two team in the conference will square off. So, for example... We're going to take the records from last year and we're going to match them up. So, take for instance, last year, number one, Oregon, who went 12 and 2 and won the Pac 12, would take on number one, Ohio State, who went 13 and 1 out of the Big Ten. Then you would have number two, Utah, who went 11 and 3, would take on Penn State, who went 11 and 2. And then you would have number three, USC, who went 8 and 5, take on number three, Minnesota, who was 11 and 2. And number four, Cal. It was eight and five, take on number four Wisconsin, who was ten and four, and so on and so forth. But again, those were last year's records. They had a full season. Now, the Big Ten has 14 teams and the Pac-12 has 12. You allow the teams who become quote unquote bowl eligible by winning a certain amount of games to participate in this bowl series. So say that the Big Ten has seven teams that win the minimum amount of games. But the Pac-12 only has six teams. Then the Pac-12 will take the team with the next best record and match them up with the seventh Big Ten team. Now, normally, to become bowl eligible, you have to win six games. But having a six-game schedule, that's going to be difficult because you would have to go undefeated, and you wouldn't have many teams that would be bowl eligible. So let's say you have to win three games, half your games, because normally that would be a six-and-six season season for a normal season to get bowl eligible. Now, the problem is, say that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 don't agree to do something like this in the spring, but I think would actually be a lot of fun to watch, then unfortunately, there will not be a postseason. So there, you already have six games minimum under your belt in spring. Maximum eight, depending on if you go to the Pac-12 championship game and if you play in that Big Ten bowl series. And I'm going to continue to remind you, this is all just an idea none of this has even been close to reported or anything. It's just an idea that I had come to mind. Now, let's switch over to fall. The training camp part, which is the hope, and that's the keyword right here, hope, is that the COVID-19 concerns will not exist by the time fall hits in 2021. But hopefully, again, that's the keyword. The Pac-12 was able to have a season in the spring, as I listed earlier. The problem is, You can't ask student-athletes to play six, seven, or even eight-game schedule in the spring and then ask them to turn around just a few months later and play a 12-game regular season slate like you normally would in a normal year. So give the players a few months off from their spring schedule and delay the start of the fall season by a few weeks. Normally, fall camp would begin around the 1st of August, and then the first game would be around August 31st, which in Utah's case, it would have been September 3rd against BYU. But in this case, for the fall season of 2021, start training camp on Monday, August 9th, and end on Saturday, September 18th. Again, that gives you time to prepare. And then start the season on Saturday, September 25th, which this year, when they were going to the 10-game conference-only schedule, they were going to start it on the 26th. But you don't play a normal 12-game schedule. You play a nine-game conference-only schedule. And... The Pac-12 can make this really easy by playing the nine games that were originally on the schedule before switching to conference only in 2020. So for Utah, that would mean you would play everybody in the conference except Oregon and Stanford. And also you would to have the non-conference games. It would be Weber State, BYU, and San Diego State. Those are the games that are on Utah's non-conference slate for 2021. You would just move those. And Utah has openings in future years, so they can be moved. And it's not like Florida's on that schedule. That would be a little bit more difficult to do because it's hard to lock down a home-and-home with a team like Florida. But that's not till 2022. And by then, we should be back to normal, hopefully. And then you would play the schedule over 10 weeks so that each team also has one bye week. And then you play the Pac-12 title game in Las Vegas on Friday, December 3rd, 2021. And then as far as the postseason, play the bowl games. So then you also play the bowl games in the month of December and January as usual. The only thing that will need to be adjusted is the number of wins you will need to become bowl eligible. The Pac-12 won't have a lot of teams winning six games in a nine-game regular season schedule. So you might want to reduce it to five wins. You don't want to go less than Four, I would say I would say four is the absolute lowest you would go so now that we have everything laid out schedule wise for both spring and fall the max amount of games for a Pac-12 team to play in one calendar year through two seasons is 19 and that is if you obviously play all the regular season games and you play in the Pac-12 championship game both seasons and then you play in a bowl game or a Big Ten Bowl series in the spring and then a normal bowl game in the fall. The minimum, and that's if you don't make it to the Pac-12 championship game or are bowl eligible, the minimum is 15 games. But players will have a four-month break in between seasons. So that was an idea that really came to mind. I would like to know your guys' thoughts. Tweet at me, at Trevor A. Sports. I would love to know your guys' thoughts on this, and you guys could check out the full story at kslsports.com. All right, well, that'll do it for this edition of the Crimson Corner Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, the Crimson Corner Podcast is always powered by KSL Sports can